0: Hey, good morning. It is Memphis Red. All right, I just woke up, people, so bear with me a minute. Oh, wow. What a a day. What a night. What a day. What What a year, right? Jesus Christ, we'll never forget 2021, that's for sure. Or 2020, sadly enough. I don't know. I haven't, forgive me those out there with you know, that have lost loved ones to COVID, to COVID-19. And uh, your heart breaks. What can you say? What can you say? I've lost Davis Floyd, a friend of mine. God bless Davis. He was a lumberjack, man. I went to high school at Davis. And (laughs) this goes back to 1978, 79, right? That's the sound of me boiling water to take a bath. Yeah, we still don't have any hot water because <laughs> it's a slame city. Anyway, man, it's not bad. We got a clawfoot tub, 1922, so, you know. Let's hold my wife. All I need a hat to go with it, right? 1920s hat. And uh, anyway, man. Yeah, I lost Davis Floyd. You got COVID, Davis, in high school. You know, you'll, uh, you'll uh, you know, what are you going to do when you graduate high school, right? Davis was always, man, I want to be a lumberjack in Oregon. Well, by damn, that's what he did. (laughs) I swear to God. Went out to Oregon, lived his whole life out near Eugene, up in the mountains, mountain man. I loved him, man. And we talked. Uh, We stayed in touch. After the Trump thing, he couldn't believe it either. And, uh, you know, that he was in office and we both talked on the phone. Well, fast forward to this past year, he's got a Davis has a, a sister. Shout out to to Carla. Hey Carla, hope you're listening, darling. And uh, yeah, I talked to her a little bit. I was on Facebook at one time, and it was a quick little stint over the uh, this past spring, and then again in the in the fall because of, of COVID and a lot of people that I knew. Unfortunately we're on Facebook, um, they didn't know. People don't know. You don't know that Zuckerberg works with the NSA CIA, right? This is the part where my house blows up. <laughs> but no man, all seriousness, uh, you know, I'd get on there and, and I would keep up with people. You know, people that, my dear friend Shannon Johnson, her and Larry, hope they're doing really well. and. Uh, Shannon and I went to school, we went to high school together man, she's my sweetheart, back in the day, Shannon, Shannon and I, I wouldn't say dated, we were just really good friends and I loved her and respected her, and she she is, she, she, did me as well, and, and I, matter of fact I talked to Shannon this, just this morning, haven't talked to her in a while, she said where have you been? I said I know right, she said you celebrated your birthday in March, I said I know. And she said, you're 60. I said, bite your tongue. I am not. I said, I'm 59, darling. I'm eternally 59. Well, that's not true. I just did turn 60. So, anyway. Everybody tells me I don't look it. I guess that's a good thing. Oh, wow, man. So, yeah, Davis Floyd. um, Had a lot of people that had this shit, man. That had it, you know. uh, On Stephanie's side of the family. Now, look. I'm not ripping on religion if you've listened to my podcast you will know that i'm not big on religion okay am i big on the spirit the good side of life god i don't mind calling it god absolutely you know and this is something my mother can never separate mom i say religion was created by man god has always been right and she's like, well, Bo, that does that make any sense? I said, Mom, it makes perfect sense. You just, you're just, and this is. And then you get into this area, man. You don't want to hurt your mom's feelings, right? And, you know, nobody wants to be belittled or made you know, fools of or sound foolish or, or stupid or whatever you want to say, man. But she, uh, she, she doesn't go. She can't go there in her head. I think she's starting to, actually, honestly. But you think about it what does, we got another hot thing of water here going to a, uh, oh, the, I'm not gonna leave the subject because it's a good one, hell with the hot water, so just bear with me, y'all, when you hear the dump, that's, that's me dumping a big pot of boiling water into a clawfoot tub, 1920s. Okay, that's pot number two, it takes about five of those to take a bath, by the way shower doesn't work The uh, when the basement flooded on the 28th of February every time is worse right and this has been going on for 14 months and I'm going to get right back into it I figure what the hell I might as well use it Um, yeah the city of Memphis they've got a mayor Strickland I'm sorry man but here this is the whole rub of this and you'll get this he was going to be well he did get reelected and uh, in 2019, a friend of mine, David Upton, called me. Shout out to you, Dave. And uh, Dave is big in the, in the Democratic Party here in Memphis, and I've known David since, God, going back to, you know, we were we were like 24, 25 years old. He's a little younger than I. He's, a, he's really more a friend of my sister's, Paula. Paula, P-A-U-L-A, Paula. And... Uh, but anyway... Dave calls me back in October of 19. He says, hey, man, you want to go to Strickland? Uh, he's having breakfast. A little fundraiser up here at Stone Soup. Yeah, Stone Soup in Cooper Young is... And by the way, if you ever come to Memphis, man, you got to come to Cooper Young. It is amazing, man. There's a house over here, and far from me, and I'm going to get right back on this. I know how I, how I hop around, right? <laughs> Uh, they've got a little memorial for Johnny Cash, man. Now, yeah, I do go there. It's, it's not really, they should have gone another scale or two up because it's kind of small for Johnny. It should have been life size and it's not, but I'm sure they were losing on money, but it's the, the epigee, I mean, the, the statue is, is, you know, is, is a good resemblance. It's just not the right scale. All right, kind of like the tiny Elvis, right? <laughs> but it's, it's actually at Galloway. Methodist Church now that was the first one of the first churches Johnny Cash played in when he came to Memphis from Dias Arkansas way back in what 55 okay and uh, 54 whenever it was 55 brother uh, Johnny was in Korea about the same time my father was now my father was a fascinating man you think about that and I'm I am no am hopping but I, God it's just it all, you know you talk about one thing and your mind just goes blam 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 uh my father was in, he joined during Korea, during that war. I love, I don't love it, but how they call it a, a Korean. They used to, when I was growing up, they called it a Korean conflict. And I'm sorry, but 30,000 plus men lost their lives or women, and women, you know. And, and you remember the MASH, right? The, the hit series that was that took place in there. It's when they first started the mobile, you know, use of hospital, of army hospitals. MASH, M-A-S-H-H. For those kids out there that don't don't know about MASH, um, Alan Alda, you know, McLean-Stevenson, and I know I'm forgetting a lot of them, but it was a hit movie with Donald Sutherland way back in my time, in the late 60s, early 70s, and it morphed into the TV series. I think it ran for 12 seasons, but anyway. Yeah, Pops had a lot of history, man. Him and Elvis shared the same birthday. You have looked that one up. You'll know when it is, sometime in January. Uh, my dad was uh of course Scottish. Uh now the Higgs thing that is English, right? I don't know though, there's a famous Scottish physicist, the Higgs boson character. <laughs> He's not a character Peter Higgs, is brilliant. I've been told that we're related, you know. Hope so. <laughs> I love physics, maybe hey, maybe that's the tie, right? I was just looking at this book earlier and that's one of my favorites. It's uh, of the universe in a nutshell, and the amazing Stephen Hawking, but anyway, check that one out, man, it's got some good pictures in it, you know, along with along with words, pictures and words, there you go, that's the best, man, no, but it shows this like, in drawings, and they're in color, the graphics are beautiful, and it shows you, like, space-time, warp-time, you know, how the whole Einstein-Rosen bridge theory, all that, man, and it, and it breaks it down, that's really cool, but anyway. Burkeen, yeah that was our Scottish, right? They say we had a Scottish king and they hung him. He was probably doing something right. That's what, that's what I figured, man. Because the English, you know, if you've ever watched Braveheart, I don't want to get in all oh, of God. He thinks he's Braveheart. Right? No, man, I love, I love that movie. Of course I do, because I love history. And Mel Gibson is amazing. Mel got a bad rap with the whole, you know, anti-Semitic thing. He was drunk, man. Look, we've all fucked up people. So, you know, I don't think there's a reason to ruin people's career because people are going to be people. It's gotten so fucking politically correct now. They, my God, if you say one thing wrong, you're crucified. You're sold out forever. You're done. Paula Deen, okay? That was like she said. I said it 30 years ago. You know, and they ruined the woman. I just think that's crazy, man. Uh, probably a few less people had coordinators that year from all the butter Paula used, but no, it's not funny, man. They, they ruined her financially. All right. And that's, I just don't, I don't agree with that. You know, who in the hell are you? You're perfect. You're not. Trust me, you're going to make mistakes. The longer you live, you're going to make them, man. I've made them. I'm going to probably keep on making them my I hope not. With age comes wisdom. That's what they say. Uh, and I found that to be true, at least in some things, man, because I was a wild child when I was young. Like Lana Del Rey Young, I was, yeah, oh, foul man, I was a, ooh, yeah. I loved life, man. I used to love that, to and I still love to have fun, right? Yeah, exactly. But anyway, man, how oh, I freaked out like a while ago. Check this out, you So yesterday, man, if you're listening, right, I was watching, okay, let me back up. Uh, first of all, this thing next door, right? And I'm not going to mention her name because if you read my post, we know what we're talking about. Well, she's been working with military-grade artificial intelligence, AI. Admittingly so, she admitted it to me. Now, we've been playing her the whole time, and I can't go into specifics, but, and I will later, at a later date. Uh, but yeah, man, she has been running this freaking program. And if you check her out, oh, what the hell, I'll mention her name. I don't care. She can spy on me, right? Natalie Persons. Natalie Persons, look her up, Rhodes College, Memphis. She is running an AI program. It's a joint venture with the University of Memphis. And it has to do with the uh, Department of Defense, the Department of Navy, Department of the Air Force. And it has to do with hacking an iPhone. Well, we're their pigs, man. And I'm freaking done with it. Uh, under the Tennessee Standard Ground Law. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to do it. Please, if you hear this, all of my three listeners, five now maybe. Hey, is Lana Del Rey there? Absolutely. SC Cup. Edward Norton, Jr. I don't think he goes by Jr. Edward Norton, man, I love you. Uh, Robert Downey, Jr., I think, joined me that night. Or didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He sent me a follow request. Uh, and maybe I followed him. I can't remember one or two. I did. I've had a few requests, man, from Sir George Clooney. The real George Clooney, not the fake one that first got hold of me. And uh, anyway, man. Michael Moore, he's the one that originally suggested I do Anchor, right, I love Michael Moore's films, all that man, I get up while I go, and I've been, you know, I've been burning the midnight oil, man, I mean, because of this shit going on next door, my wife has had brain fog, she's had confusion, she's broke out in rashes, and I'm looking this shit up, and we're trying to figure out, now this is before I put two and two together, I did know about Natalie, but I didn't know how deep it went, man alright I first figured this out like back in the summer, late summer, Natalie and I, there were some trees between the properties, and I said, hey, do you want to, I'm going to have these cut down, and they were all hackberries, man, hackberry, if you know anything about trees, and I been my dad cut wood for a living, and on the side, firefighters have side jobs, man, you know, you cut wood, you cut grass, we did both, we did both, I had an axe in my hand the time, I was, you know, 15, splitting wood, I tell you what, it'll put some muscle on you though and cut grass during the summertime, man. Cut wood in the fall, right? Well, you grew up healthy. And uh, he was a country boy my dad was. Small town, Obion County, Tennessee, near Rural Foot Lake, give you some history. His grandfather raised him, Squire Higgs. He was a squire, right? All that meant was he had, and then people go, oh, he's probably a slave owner. No, he wasn't a slave owner, man. They had sharecroppers that shared their property. And it was before slavery. And uh, this was in the 30s, the 40s, man. And uh, he was a good man. And uh, he had some, they had some sharecroppers that lived on their property. Now, they, my, and this is the word, and this is all the story I was told because I don't remember him. He died before when I was very young. Matter of fact, I think he died before I was born. Now, his wife, and they called her nanny. I still have a painting of Real Foot Lake that is beautiful, man, and it belongs to me now because my mother passed it on to me. And, uh, oh, it's amazing, man. I'll send you a picture of her poster. 1903. And she paints. She did oil paint. She was a musician. You see where this all ties in, man. If you got good blood, you got good background. I promise you, if Lana Del Rey goes back far enough, she's more than likely probably got some musicians in her blood, her Scottish blood. And I love that. God, she's, pretty, she's so beautiful. I wish I was 20 years younger, I swear to God. Like, she's going like, to, like, Lana Del Rey, right? It's going to go, oh, sure, yeah, I'd like to go. <laughs> but anyway, man. Uh, you know, hey, the way things are going lately with Stephanie, I don't know. You know. <laughs> she was throwing a hissy fit out of her yesterday. She can't hear me. She's sleeping. Uh, you know, man. Look, the sad part about this thing next door, it hasn't affected me. You know? Uh, Stephanie's on her device all the time. You getting it? And... This is real, man. It is real. I didn't know this crazy person next door was going to direct this shit on us, but I should have. And I kind of had an inkling last summer. Uh, the trees needed cut. And I said, Natalie, I'm going to have these cut down. Some of them are on your property. I think two of them are on my property. Actually, three of them were on her property. One of them was on my property. Okay, now that being said, I had to get her permission because the trees are on her property. Three of them, and one of them, were on, the biggest one was on my side. And I said, you want to you wanna split this with me? And she said, how much is it? And I said, I've already got a bid from a, a gentleman. He's Hispanic. And I, I, hey, shout out to Green Rock. That's the name of his outfit. And uh, I'm not going to slaughter his name. <laughs> he knows who he is. I doubt he listens to podcasts, man. But he's a charming uh, young man. And uh, he's not really young yet. He's probably in his early 30s. And uh, anyway, his crew came out. Natalie did split the ticket with me on the, on the cost. And thank you. I shouldn't thank her for shit, because she's more than made up and, and damaged. so the you know, the hell with her, thank her anything, I'd like to put a size 12 boot up her ass, is what I'd like to do, anyway man, uh, yeah, back then I asked her, I said, hey, you want to split the cost by the way, and she'd only been there, her and, her and ill will, will 808, what a joke, look up this loser man, <laughs> you know, I, look, I'm not going to take my podcast with that asshole, so, you look him up, man, Will eight oh eight, he's on Apple. He thinks he's a rapper, he's a wannabe, he's a joke. Now, I think when he gets drunk letting, I think he gets drunk a lot. He drives drunk, he's wrecked that Tahoe that she that mommy bought him at least five times. He'd go to Bill Street, he'd come home, real quick, I'm gonna wrap this up with him. And it would be all dinner to shit. And I was like, Will, man, you're kinda hard on that Tahoe, you know? Oh, somebody hit me, yo. He always tries, tries to talk, you know, like, like he's a rapper or shit. And he said, I mean, the kid grew up with a silver spoon up his ass in German tone. Anyway, uh, yeah, he would uh, I'll go back to bed. She's in her sleep on the couch. She can't manage to get off the couch. You know? Yeah, right. Anyway, but they screwed her mind up, you know. And she's always kind of had some, you know, not, not any mental thing. That's what I'm saying, man. This is crazy. So getting back to it, man, the, the whole death ray thing, the, the AI, the, the 11G, and I, I did some research, right? And because the average layman or person that listened to this, they were like, uh, okay, 10 full hat, man, let's you know, wrap this up. Man, I couldn't believe what I read, right? So going back again to the late last summer, the trees were cut, Natalie split the bill. Uh, I think the total bill was, uh, God, I'm going on memory, but it was like 1300 for the total. We split that. So anyway, like six fifty piece. It might have been eight fifty. I can't remember. That's one thing. I'm just there's been so much going on, man. But she did split it, and uh, we had the trees cut down. So now you can, if you've ever looked at any of my pictures, <clears throat> beyond my top my two door Chevy Tahoe, and that's Natalie's property. Okay, she sold it. So we're hoping to God that they move out here soon, man. And I think they're said to close by the first of May. Uh, you know, I don't know who's going to buy it yet. Uh, it's a beautiful home. But anyway, man, uh, you need to check out Cooper Young. But yeah, to get back to it, uh, Natalie. So back then, at that time, during the tree thing, I kind of had a feeling she was doing this shit because I, I she, you know, she even told me. And I'm going to tell you why I know. So, I'm looking at my cell phone. All of a sudden, man, you know, I used to be on the T-Mobile, terrible mobile network. Well, it was always shit. But, Man, it went from, like, you know, a normal three bar down to, like, one bar, right? And I could look out the window. Now, this is the weird part. Well, there's so many weird parts. Which one? Red, you know? So you look out the window, man. She's always sitting in her. Of all the places that Natalie could have sat in that house now, the house is, like, ours is 19, probably 22, 23 built. May have been earlier. May have been 1921. They're all in that age, that range in here, you know, next to each other. They're all unique. They're awesome we knew the lady before Natalie, you know, her, her first name was D. and uh, they took the house. Dee lost in foreclosure, Unfortunate. We're starting to think that house has just got some bad juju, man. I wouldn't mind moving from here, to be honest. But uh, we've made a life here for 20 years, man, and, you know, Stephanie has. She bought the house. I went through a first divorce. I stayed with my first wife because of my children until they were like 15. I couldn't take anymore. That went south. And that's a long story, man. And But anyway, the bottom line is I got custody of my children. I took them to Florida. Where they're there to this day, and they're beautiful. Shout out to Justin and Rachel. Justin designed the COVID website for the whole state of Florida. I taught him how to code when he was young. He took it to a whole nother level. I had that kid on my house at age three when I got burned, right? That's <laughs> where. Love it when a plan works out. And he just took to it like a duck to water because he's high IQ as well. So anyway, man, Justin, I love you. And Rachel, love you too, and Stella. I hope everybody's well. And Mom, and uh, I gotta watch the F-bombs because Mom could hear this one now, I don't know. I think she will after I say what I'm gonna say here in a minute. <clears throat> anyway, man, I know my daughter will. hell yeah. She loves Lana Del Rey, oh my God. She's a matter of fact, my daughter is the one that turned me on to Lana Del Rey, right? i never even heard of the woman because, you know, it's not like I walk around here and I walk her in a gray beard and nose hair. <laughs> you know, you've seen my video. I mean, I'm, I stay fit. I try to stay but the heart thing now, you know, it's just a bitch, right? Yeah, you know, they've come a long way with heart transplants. Maybe somebody will, maybe fatal in the on that when God will, and, you know, you never know, man. You just never know how life's gonna, what road is gonna take you down, how it's gonna twist and turn, because it's life, Right. You think about this, if, the word if, I-F, if is the middle word in life, right? Hey, there you go. So, that wisdom, see, hopefully, hopefully you younger people out there will, you get this figured out as you go along, because that's what life is, It's a learning experience, man. You think about the things you know about now, well, you fast forward 20 years from now, I will get a heart off we'll sure be out of here I won't be around to sit but anyway man the, the point being is you know as life progresses and you get older man you're gonna you're gonna view shit different I swear you are you can't see it now how many you know I've been 23 I've been 21 22 are we all right I never listened to anything a, a parent an older person told me nobody does man talk talk to your now, that's the weird thing, man, I'm talking about listening to your elderly. Guess where I was and when we were kids? And we'd have eight, we had a big family. And, uh, you know, the Burkeens and the, and the Higgs and the Yorks and a lot of English and Scottish and that history, man. And so our clan, the Burkeen clan, we'd all, you know, get together and, and the Higgs. And yeah, my, my Scottish grandmother on my, da- my dad's mother, her name was Norma Burkeen, like, you know, like Norma. Who else do you know, right? Marilyn Monroe, Norma, Norma Ray, isn't it? Uh, I probably fucked that one up, but her first name was Norma, her original name, Marilyn Monroe, look it up. And, uh hey, just forgive me, man. I'm still, still getting the cobwebs out. I just woke up on the, on our sofa bed. <laughs> it's been an interesting year. It's been a tragic year too. Uh, yeah, we got, we got rid of the, I'll tell you about the thing later. I don't want to lose this lose this good vibration we got going. So anyway, man, uh, when I was a kid and going to these family reunions, like Fourth of July, what have you, all the kids would be playing in the yard, right, and kick the can and you know playing with their soccer balls or footballs or whatever. Man, I would always hang around old folks, man. I would I would hang around the old people, and they honestly weren't old, but they were to me. You know, I was like seven, eight. And I would hang around Norma Burkin and her sister and, and I'm not gonna mention names at this point, but she had a big family, she had a brother. Well I mentioned him what he's he's passed, man. Most of these people have passed away, I mean, I'm sixty, right? Hunty was her was my uncle, my great uncle. That was Norma's brother. Now Hunty was a he was a vet from World War II. He fought in Battle of the Bulge, that's right. A lot of history in this clan, man. And he suffered from PTSD, man, the Germans were always after him. He had a lot of nightmares. He became an alcoholic. It was a sad, tragic thing, but, you know, my pops always told me, he said, Bo, you got it, and I, that's what my nickname was, up was Bo, and don't ask me where they got that. M-B-E-A-U, right, Bo? And I guess that's a good Southern thing, I don't know. Whatever the hell it was, <laughs> but he said, Bo, you got a, You got some blood in you, man, I wish you didn't have it. and it's the Burkine side, and there's a lot of alcoholics, man, you gotta watch that shit. And I'm like, Pops, it's all good. And my old man was so open-minded, man. And I said, well, Pops, I'd rather smoke weed than I would. uh." And he's like, what? (laughs) This is when I'm like 18, right? And I said, well, yeah, man, you know, I don't really drink that much. I like like pot. And he he says, well, and this is how cool he was. He was a firefighter, right? He made a lot of wrecks, a lot of dead kids. I could always tell when he came home in the mornings, he'd made it like a fatality, man, because he would be in like a really low mood. And he said, Bo, he said, I've made a lot of wrecks on over the years, and I've never pulled out a dead, not too many dead children with a joint in their mouth, but i pulled a lot of them out of cars with alcohol, broken beer bottles, liquor bottles. You know, these 16, 17-year-old kids that would drive drunk like Will and, you know, kill themselves in their car, kill somebody. And the unfortunate thing, they usually kill innocent people as well, and that's usually who gets it, is the mother and the kids going to school at 6 a.m. when Idiot's coming back from his Bill Street hop, fucked up, and he's wrecked that damn Tahoe like five times, man. And I would always say, "Well, what's up, man? You know, oh, somebody hit me. I was like, Isn't that funny, man? They always hit you on the same fucking side. Well, Mommy fixed it. And then, what, no, man, fast forward a month later, he comes home from on St. Paddy's Day. Uh, the damn mirror on the passenger side's hanging on by a wire. Now, this is how stupid this kid is. He leaves it dangling there for like a month and a half. You think, I could have gone over and cut it. I got a pair of snips. I do electrical work and I'm alignment. I got a little electric business on the side. Hasn't done much with it in the last, you know, because of COVID, right? And I've done a few jobs. Um, a friend of mine, he's a resident. Shout out to you, Justin Drake. He's gonna be an oncology surgeon, brilliant man. And that's when you know you're getting older, right? When you, when you call somebody a kid and they're 31. <laughs> it's like, he's a good kid. But he's a great man, and he's a good shout-out to you, Justin, and you and your family, man. He's got a little daughter named Molly. God, she's precious. And his wife, and forgive me, hon, I your name. I think his wife is, I'm not even going to go there because I'll fuck it up. But anyway, Justin's awesome, and he calls me, like, this past New Year's Eve, and he says, Glenn, man, he says, anyway, brother, I know it's New Year's. Can you come over here? Our dryer quit. I haven't had a dryer now for, like, three days, and it's getting tough. I'm working, been burning a midnight oil at the hospital. They had this guy working. Man, I mean, like 24 on, 24 off kind of shit because of COVID. And he was working in a hospital. And there's a bunch of them here in Memphis. But anyway, I said, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, for you, brother, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll come over, man. What time? He's a man, when I said, look, I'm on my way. Let me put, let me throw some stuff on, get a th- few things together, right? So I go over there, and I fix his dryer. It was a 240 outlet, it had a hot leg. It had a leg burn up, and the leg is just like a 110. So anyway, I replaced a breaker, bada bing, and you know, I got him back on. And his wife was there, Penny. That's her name, Penny, hey, Penny. And she says, Glenn, thank you so much. How much do you? And Molly's all sweet, and she's asleep, though. no she's a doll baby. She's probably, Molly's like two now, and she's talking. And I walk in, and she's, and I, I mean, if I could send you her picture, you look at this baby, she's like, ooh, and I love children. But she's like, you know, I, we have a granddaughter, so when I look at Molly, I'm like, hi, sweetie. And she'll say, I'm hiding and she'll dug like, down behind the couch and it's the cutest thing. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, I went over and replaced this stuff, got him back up. And you know, I don't I don't take advantage of people, man, that's fucked up. Electricians are bandits, I'm not gonna lie, they are, man. That's why I started doing what I do. It's like, well, you got the knowledge. So, uh, you know, Penny was like, How much do we owe you? I can't thank you enough. And I said, Oh man, it's good. How about uh, I said about fifty bucks. She wrote me a check for a hundred. So anyway, they're good people. Ah, yeah, it's been tough. Uh, Manna hasn't worked. Stephanie, that our granddaughter Estella calls Stephanie Manna, like Manna from heaven, right? The bread Manna. Well, it was gonna be Nana, right? This son of a bitch. I'm pardon my French. If I'm still recording, good. I'm gonna cut it. But I just noticed my phone has. Probably these idiots next door. I don't know, but it has just stopped, right? So if I'm still recording, bear with me. I got an intrapass code. We'll get back on this. We're talking about Nana, Manna, Estella. Uh, got man out of it. You know, she was like four. She calls her Manna. So we just went with it. I'm gonna. I got an inner password now. I don't care about these people next door. Man, I could care less but it pisses me off, because yeah, this has never happened before, y'all. i enter a passcode. They can manipulate photographs. I've watched this shit in action, man. They can manipulate things. They can take videos and screw them around. They can take still pictures and make them appear as something else. This is some wicked software. I'm serious, man, it's scary. And we've been the victims of her little charade. I'm sure Natalie being the asshole that she is, she thinks it's all good. When I confronted her, right, last week, Stephanie and I take the dog for a while, get back, Thomas, and she's out there jitting in her little Mercedes Benz, and nothing wrong with that, I like them, but I just, not my cup of tea, I'm a truck man. And I said, Natalie, what's up with this AI shit? And I know you're running it on my wife and she's got brain fog, and Natalie, of course, plays stupid, and I said, don't play dumb with me, I know you're running the fucking thing. You're crazy, you're leaning, you're, what the fuck ever. You know, now the lunatic is you, bitch. And I said, you need to get your monkey on a chain. You little kids out of hand. You know, I, I'm still recording there. I had to enter my passcode. And see, I've got it on never. You know, they, th- they thought they could shut me down, right? You know, fuck off. All right, I hope mom, you can't listen to this one. <laughs> you can't. So anyway, man, I just had to enter my passcode, y'all. And I've got the thing on never. If you know about an iPhone, and this is a seven. 128 gig, brand new phone. Got it from Verizon. Verizon's awesome, other than the fact that they uh, sell your information as well and collect your data and report to all these, you know, facets of government that we have now. Homeland Security, man, please. You know who else had a thing called Homeland Security? Adolf Hitler. Go look it up. I do not like the way this country has gone since George W. Man, and it really wasn't George. George is a pretty good guy. George was the unwilling, unwitting star of Donald Rumsfeld of dick cheney both of those fuckers are narcissists man cold hard stone narcissist especially rumsfeld he's a piece of shit he's old i don't give a fuck if he's listening or not fuck you rumsfeld you too cheney <clears throat> anyway man you want to watch a good movie i'm a movie buff watch vice v-i-c-e it'll tell you the story of dick cheney it's actually pretty cool, man, and I don't mean to come down on Dick, but he's, uh, you know, he was, he was, he was, because he was a, a lineman at one time. You watch that movie, It's a Trip, man. It shows you a little clip when he was a young man, and they have a guy fall off a pole, and it's pretty good graphics where he breaks his legs when he hits. I've seen too much of that shit in my life, so I don't. But it's a really good show, and uh, yeah. Rumsfeld, look up, look up what Nixon said about Donald Rumsfeld. If you wanted somebody screwed over in Washington, you got Rumsfeld on a man, and I think Nixon called him a beady-eyed little shit or something. <laughs> beady son of a bitch. But I don't know, man. Nixon, you know, hey, it's gate Everybody knows Nixon. Well, you young people might not. Y'all need it. Man, your history, dude. Go back and look at your history. All these young people are screaming and hollering. They want socialism. You know, when I was watching Bill Maher the other night, and shout out to Bill. I love Bill Maher. And maybe I can be a guest on Bill one day if I ever get there. I don't know. Who knows, right? I'm a dreamer. So what's wrong with that? Nothing. But I've been watching Bill for years. I remember Bill's first stand-up bit on Johnny Carson when he was in a bill, I'm gonna slaughter this for you. But he knows the deal, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, it's the one where he he's talks about his his past and his, and the way he grew up and I think Bill Maher, forgive me Bill, but I'm pretty sure I got this right. Pretty sure it's uh, Bill grew up with a, I'm thinking man, one of them was Catholic, one of them was Jewish, I know that part. And I get it mixed up, it's like his mother was Jewish, his father was Catholic, one of the two, right? If you watch Religiousless, which is a fabulous documentary, I love it, and I've watched it, and many times I own it. And uh, so anyway, man, him being of Scottish, I mean not Scottish, him being of Jewish and Catholic faith, you know, his parents, right? <laughs> He's, he did this little bit as funny as hell as on Johnny Carson, this goes back, God, Bill's like, oh, I think Bill's like, let me be... Bill, I'm sorry, brother. I think he's 63, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I just turned 60, so we're in the same age group there. And he says, you know, he said confession was a little different for me, being of, uh, you know, parents were Catholic and Jewish. And he said I would go in and Father forgive me for I have sinned. I believe you know, Mr. Cohen. <laughs> right. And it was fucking awesome, man. But anyway, I love him. SC Cup, shout out to you too. Thank you for all the support. You've been awesome. And Essie's a hottie, too, man. Is she not? I think she is, man. It's intelligence and, like, hey, a woman that's beautiful and smart. Now, that, to me, is about as hot as it comes. And Essie's got that going on. Miss Del Rey has that going on, right? So, and that angelic voice. I mean, shit, that's a no-brainer, man. Exactly. And when I saw Norton, it photographed her. That was cool as hell. So, you're a lucky man, Ed. I bet that was a fun photo shoot. I shoot, too, man. I, I'm an old-school baby. I you know, old uh, Well, I actually got stolen. My, one, one of my Tahoes, I've got a fetish for these Tahoes, and I've got a two-door. They don't make them. They only made them for, like, five years, so rare and oddity kind of a thing, and I like rare things. But anyway, uh, it's not that. It's just I fish and I hunt. I don't hunt much anymore, but I still love to fish. I always have. I've always fished since I was five. Man, my dad was a fisherman. He got me into it. And I still fish, man. I ran a charter for four years in Florida after I got burned, so I mean, that's another podcast, not even a podcast, just a blip. But, uh, yeah, man, I love to fish, so the Tahoe does it for me. I pull my boat, which is called the Phoenix. hence Isla Rose from it, right? You get it? I built that boat, Theo and I did, and Theo was an old salt down in Florida. I met wonderful man. I lost Theo to cancer, but he was, he was awesome. He was a net fisherman in northern Florida, man. If you ever watch a De Niro and all these movies, man, I've, my mind works that way. Look up De Niro, uh, and it's a it's an old remake of a Charles Dickens tale, and it's uh, oh shit, now this is where you screwed it up. Huh? <laughs> it's got it's got Gwyneth Paltrow, Robert De Niro, Great Expectations. That's the name of it. There, those brain cells are clicking and it's fabulous man well anyway the 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 character finn is from northern florida now if you look at that movie you kind of get an idea of where i grew up right same thing man i paint it's kind of weird because when i was watching finn's life i was like hell that could be me you i paint i draw i play music i'm not very good at it well i'm I don't know, pretty decent but point being man there's some guitarists there the, the guitarist my cousin andy can blow you know, he's amazing uh and Andy, you know, he's funny because he'll come over and he's like, "Man, you want a, you want a lesson?" You know. And Andy forgets, man, because Andy's, you know, he's getting on up there too, man. He's like sixty. I think he's sixty-six now, and he's got this long gray beard, and he looks cool. And but he's bald. He lost his hair. Like he's from a different side of the family, man. He was adopted, right? So that being said, he's got a beautiful sister. Shout out to Angela. Angela Blue, is that not the coolest name? She married Keith Blue. What a great name, Angela Blue. You can't make this up. That sounds like a Joni Mitchell song, Angela Blue. Anyway, man, I love Joni Mitchell too. I kind of grew up with all see that's what I'm saying. I grew up with all these old Beatles things. When my mother was a Beatles fan back in the day, we had a yellow Volkswagen in 68. You get it. Old man's at the firehouse, we're riding around in the VW, listening to AM radio back then and the Beatles and Herman's Hermits and you know on and on and on. Sonny and Sherry, yada yada yada. So it was a cool time to grow, up, man. And this, these kids nowadays, that, and I say kids because they are 18, 19, 20. It kind of reminds me of the 60s, man. They're pissed off. They've had enough. Now, that thing I saw in the news today, right? The pickup rounding the corner with all the rednecks in it. Oh, my God, man. And I know I had a reaction to it when I posted it to Twitter earlier, but fuck me, right? That looked like some crazy shit you would have seen here. And... In Mississippi, man, just south of Memphis, man, it gets down in a bubble land now. Memphis is, believe it or not, Hollywood always gets this wrong, every fucking time, man. If you watch, now I love John Grisham. If you've been following me, then you know. I love my John Grisham nut. I love, got all his books and hardback and I read them and I love the guy, he's such a brilliant author. Matter of fact, I watched Pelican Brief last night. You know, my wife's asleep. I'm up drinking coffee at 3 a.m. and I put on Pelican Brief before I started doing my futures at 5 a.m. So, we're gonna repeat that tonight, <laughs> it looks like, right? Man, I did, I was so exhausted that today, <laughs> after you saw me, uh, you know, I'm out there weeding in the backyard, you know, and Stephanie's filming me, shithead, and anyway, man, she's filming me, and, uh, you know, I thought it'd be fun at first. I thought, you gotta get a shot of less cutting, doing the weed I didn't know she's gonna keep on doing it. You know, just get it, show them how to, hey, maybe the kids, somebody, look, if you're looking for a job, man, you can't find it. And you're tired of waiting tables. Of course, it's a little late in the season. No, yeah, not really. You can still get some clientele up. Uh, but cutting grass, man, is hard work. But guess what? It's good money in it. You know, when I was a, a kid, now I was a kid. I was 16, man, and I drove a Plymouth Duster, and that was badass. Had a 318 show, uh, Chrysler in it, Mopar, and a few motorheads out there. And it had, uh, you know, low-ride bucket seats, black interior. It was kind of a, I called it a booger green, <laughs> the paint. It was kind of like, you know, the old avocado color, man, refrigerators uh, from Bill, you remember the, Bill Moore? He's he's in that, and sad to say, and then Bill Goddard in that age group, brother, when you start remembering, you know, remember when I was I used to walk a fucking mile in the snow? All right. So, but it was that avocado green. It was a duster. It was awesome. And it had 318 in it, but anyway, man. These kids, man, they're coming up and they're tired of this shit, and I don't blame them, man. And when I saw that truck with the fucking rednecks in it around the corner, and they're going after a black man, I thought, what the fuck ever, man? That looks like some crazy, insane shit you would have seen in Jim Crow South in the 1940s, the 1950s, on into the 60s, until King came here. Do you see, man? My wife tells me, Stephanie says, I swear to God, baby, you like Forrest Gump, and you know, I said, "Well, thank you." That's my boat. <laughs> she says, "Not no. She We're no, talking. I'm like, "Low, no." She's teasing me. Hey, look, I just, we eyes got up. comedy is not pretty, people. So anyway, and Steve Martin, right? God, I love him. Uh, just watching the jerk the other night. That's some funny shit, man. If you hadn't laughed and you had, you've seen it, and just you know, smoke your joint, and put in the jerk. It's some funny shit. Anyway, I love Steve, man, but he's another one. You know, that whole thing, see, I grew up on Johnny Carson, man, watching Bill Maher and Steve Martin. I remember the first time Steve Martin came on Johnny Carson. Back in the day, Johnny Carson, man, had. if you were anybody, you were on Johnny, right? He, he made a lot of people famous, but they had their talent got him there. It was just, you know, Johnny was a springboard, right? So, springboard, I like that word. And uh, anyway, man. Getting back to it, the seriousness of all this, when I saw it on the news tonight, on the world news, of the black pickup and it rounding and all these cops, the cops, right, were in it, and they're going after this thing. That was fucked up, man. it was at Minnesota, because I failed to see where the location was. It was that, aunt, and I'm, hey, the family of this, of this man, please forgive me, Andrew, and I forget his last name, man. And that's horrible, but I hadn't planned on doing this. I just woke up a while ago, I fell asleep today after I did the yard. I was so exhausted. I came in here and I kind of cleaned up a little bit. I took a horse bath, you know, and just hit the high spots. And I changed out of those old jeans and I laid down. And oh my God, I was out and like, I don't even remember anything. And, you know, Stephanie said, oh baby, as soon as your head hits the pillow, you're, you're, you're out. Uh, well, I did the same thing yesterday, man. Um, you know, I was just exhausted. And around one o'clock in the afternoon, And this is how fucking delirious, I mean, I'm not delirious now, I feel rested, because I finally got like seven hours of sleep. Man, being a lineman, I'm used to like, I operate, honest to God, like four or five hours is about my norm, and you think, oh, that's my, well, it is for me, I've always been that way, for about four hours of sleep a night, maybe five, and I'm good to go, man. If I sleep for eight hours, I just, I'm fucking lethargic, I feel tired, I can't get going. Now, back when I drank a lot, I won't say a lot, but you know, like you all, you guys go out to bars and clubs and you, you know, you ain't feeling too sporty the next morning. I might've slept eight hours back then, but anyway, now that I'm an adult and I'm more responsible, right? So anyway, five hours is about it, man. But I did, I, I zonked out earlier and I slept from one to five. I woke up, I watched that world news. I cut the grass and when I came back in and cleaned up, I fell asleep again, man. And I just woke up at like midnight, so I thought, well, it was about 12.30. And I said, hell with it, I might as well stay up. So I've got 1.20 in the a.m., and I looked at my phone a while ago, man, and I couldn't believe it, and there's Lana Del Rey. And she sent me like this little private message, and I was like, no shit. And she's beautiful, man, and she's not got, And I love her voice, fuck, her music is just unbelievable. You know, shades of cool, and a mirror in this apartment. And my sister, my sister, my daughter turned me on to Lana. You know, Mariner's Apartment Complex was the first song that I'd ever heard by Lana Del Rey and I loved it. As soon as I heard it, I fell in love with it and I was like, wow, man, she this woman is talented. And I started listening to her music, man, and it's just awesome, right? I mean, Shades of Cool and, you know, fucking Norman Rockwell and, I, and on and on. And, and it's just, wow. So, yeah, man. And, but there was a picture of her, it looks like she has red hair. And I'm like, oh, God, she's beautiful, man. That Scottish coming through, right? Because red hair is a mutant gene, man, is from the Scottish side. Look, that shit up. And it is, man. And, you know, that can kind of be a cruel mother, too, because growing up, I had red hair, and it was red. <laughs> now this is like, it's got a lot of gray in it, right? But that's another thing, man, redheads don't gray up like like, if you got dark hair, you turn white-headed, right? Well, we don't do that. We kind of get it's kind of a mixture of red and, and and gray. And the Johnson family, man, they were so cool. And they walked by the other night, and I was cutting roses for Stephanie, and I just do that. And they am like, oh, you know, fuck off. No, man, it's just, I got, <laughs> I got tired of buying them, right? And I saw a knockout rose bush one time about seven years ago. And I bought it at Walmart, of all places, and I try to stay away from there. But... Uh, there is one across the bridge, man. We just zip right across, not too far from downtown Memphis, man. I, I used to get on my Harley and take Stephanie for a ride, you know, and go watch the sunset, and I could be in downtown, I mean, from my house in like 10 minutes. So anyway, man, um, yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> the sunsets. I just went back there in my head. Sorry, that was so, God, it's so beautiful, man, watching the sunset on the Mississippi, you know, on a Harley, God, it don't get much better than that. So, and look, man, I've taken too much of your time. It's already 44 minutes. I figure it. most people aren't don't have the attention span. I'm going to try to keep it under 45 in the future and not go an hour because I have sometimes to get long-winded. But Lana Del Rey, her picture was on there, that red hair. And, gosh, she's so beautiful, man. And i just like, wow. She sent me a little thing, and it shows her next album. And it's, it's called, uh, God, let me look at it because I just had it. And let's see. Now, but is, it, is it something blue, something with the do with plaid and Scottish? And, yeah, forgive me, Lana. God, I just fucked that one up. You just sent it. And I just looked at it. Now, this is how twisted it is next door. And I'm not going to taint this. But, man, you know, I've gotten so paranoid about them, you know, hacking. And, you know, my wife's health is in jeopardy because of it, man. And so I'll go down in the basement and actually plug in my password to my phone. I've had to change it because these assholes keep tapping into my network. And, no, I'm not crazy. It'll go down to one bar. I never have one bar of service Verizon anywhere in this city except here, next to Natalie, man. I can walk around the block, Stephanie and I, the day, I, man, I lit into this, I can't call I'm going to call her a witch. You know, you saw my little witch thing out back. You know, well, American Horror, the coven, you'll get it. And that's all real, by the way. People are clairvoyant. My grandmother, Norma Burkeen, was a witchy woman from Scotland, and she was clairvoyant, so there you go and I think some of it leapt into me as well. That being said. Oh man, that hot bath is gonna be good. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that whole witchy woman thing, man. That's a trip. Watch the American Horror in the Coven, that's awesome. Hotel is one of my favorites too, by the way. So if you're watching the American Horror, check out Hotel after you watch the Coven. So anyway. Oh man. You know, Lana sent that thing. Oh, I was getting back to the Verizon signal. Let me tell our story. So I was walking around the block, right? I'm sitting there trying to boil water people and pour my tub up and talk and do this, right? So you I mean, multifaceted Okay, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, walking chew gum at the same time, kind of thing. So, man, we walked around the block last week with Thomas. This shit's been going on next door, right? And the only time I have one bar of service signal is, is it's here. Now it's always worse when little Willie comes home drunk, and he looks—he likes to play on mommy's equipment, man. Now Stephanie's, Natalie would sit right across the houses. I could, I could almost spit and hit her wall, right? It's that close, man. They're like we're like twenty, twenty-two feet apart, right? So a signal, of course, is going to pick up. And matter of fact, when I asked Natalie last summer, hey, can I borrow your? Uh, can I log into your, your router? Because I knew what she was doing, I could see it, and it wasn't a normal router. It looks like the Google Nest type thing. It looks like a big white. Stephanie used to say, she would say, and it used to be sitting right there in Natalie's window closest to us. And Stephanie would say, baby, that's a dehumidifier. And I said, no, it's not a dehumidifier. Now, I went up this bitch, man. I went upstairs in my attic, 1922 home. I've got a dormer, right, upstairs window. She didn't know about it. She wasn't thinking, because she's drunk all the time. Natalie's always got a glass of wine. The reason I know this, because I see her, man. It's weird as shit. She keeps all her windows open. They stay open all the time. The lights are on at 2 in the morning. She's always done this. I think it's weird as hell. And I've even told Natalie, you know, when she first moved in, she says, Well, you know, I, I don't." Uh, we were talking about safety in the neighborhood and and she's being a hoity torty ass from Rose College, you know. We live in a neighborhood, Cooper Young is awesome. But look, if you go to your west, you go to your, uh, my south, you know, man, not even a half mile. You're in the hoodie hood, all right? Orange Mound, and it's rough, all right? It can be rough. And God bless, man, because poverty, I've said it's a cruel mother, and if you're raised in poverty, you don't know any different. You know, it is what it is, right? Ah, oh, man. So uh, yeah, I can't even go there. I worked in the hood with Booker most of my career, like guess a watermen. By choice, Boss was awesome. He was a black man. He was a sharecropper like John Lewis. And I had to bury Boss about five years ago. And broke, broke my heart, man. But I worked with Booker for eight years, man. And our area was Fort Lauderdale course, New Chicago, Hurt Village. These are all rough areas of Memphis, man. A lot of projects. So I saw shit that white men normally don't see, right? And uh, that's a whole nother podcast that we'll do. We'll talk about poverty and the injustices of it and the cruelty of it and the system and how it's broken, and we'll go there. But to get back to this before I run out of time, um, I came back from the walk with Thomas. Oh, the Google Nest thing. I knew she was running this shit. So let me back up before the Thomas walk. So like, like late this last summer, about five, six months ago, whenever the hell it was. It might have been. Yeah, look, the time, you know... It could have been the spring. Sometime I asked Natalie, and I said, Natalie, I said, hey, do you care if I get your password to your router? And because I can, you know, I can pick up your signal, and I was picking up her signal as well. But shes I've got some technology she don't know about. You know, so that's the thing about this horty-torty fucking suck. You know, she's one of those kiss-ass Rhodes College. She's got a tenured position as a dean. You know, Rhodes College, man, is like they say the Ivy League College of the South. You know, the poor people here go to the University of Memphis, and the richy-riches go to fucking Rhodes. You get it. And there's a lot of money in Memphis, by the way. King Cotton. Cotton was the ruler of the South, man. The bad, sad part about that history. Who do you think picked the cotton? Slaves, exactly. Well, Eli's Whitney's cotton gin changed all that, but still, things didn't improve for the black person, right? Jim Crow South was still in effect. You know, you can go down to Memphis on the cobblestones, man. Riverboats used to pull up there. They would haul bells of cotton, and they would go out to the world, man. You know, you get the picture. Think about it. New Orleans was the port at the time, man, in the earliest, you know, you do your history, right? Kind of like uh, the movie, um, um, and God, I love Van Rice, man. Interview with the vampire, right, where he's down on the docks and Lestat, you know, takes his, you know, turns him, right? But all those ships, right, that was the world's port, man. Cotton, think about it. You know, spices came in from India. They would come via ship across the ocean, across the Atlantic, whatever, Pacific, you know, usually Atlantic was all the trade routes. And uh, well, the Pacific was as well, man. You know, the, the 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 superpower of the day was Britain, right? So, man, the cotton would come to here, think about it, riverboat, right? You know, you know it was full of slaves, man. And riverboats, they would lose them. They would blow up because they had boilers to turn those big paddle wheels. The boilers would overheat, boom. There is a statue, they call it Tom Lee Park. Now, he was a black man. He saved a bunch of lives, man, down the river. When, you know, I, I don't, I'm not gonna slaughter that story, but it's a beautiful tale. It's not a tale, it's a true story. And uh, yeah, he swam out in the Mississippi and saved a bunch of life, being one of those things blew up and they named the park after him to this day. Tom Lee Park is the name of a man. So we've got a great city here, man. We just got a messed up mayor, and he's a, Strickland is an ex-lawyer. Go figure. That's the problem with Washington, man. All your senators are lawyers who make the laws to benefit themselves, the rich, and the working class is back and sucks on it at 20%, and get in line and pay your tax, man, and we're going to jail you. You know, that's fucked up, man. Did you know the IRS is not even a part of the government or the Constitution? No, man, that's just something that the rich fuckers started. Imagine that. Do your history on that one. You know, everybody's so freaked out. All the sheeple, you know. I oh, ain't gonna pay your tax. You pay your tax. I'll pay mine. I'm chasing our block. Pay my tax. Bullshit, man. Hey, you tell me a system where the rich pay zero percent and the working class pays twenty? Fuck that. I, you know, what am I? What are you loan sharking? Because that's what it feels like to me. They tried to get me to pay tax on my fucking disability, man. Now, you climb poles for thirty-five years like I did. I survived twelve thousand volts. And by the way, they offered me the cush job. I tried it. I couldn't do that shit you know, ride around and pick up and watch other people work, fuck that, so it took me about two years to heal, man, but I was 31, I was healthy, right, and thank God, and I mean, I kept my kids home with me, man, the ex, this is my ex-wife, now. she used to say, you want me to take them to work, I mean, take them to daycare, right, and, you know, when I got burned, man, Justin, it was 1992, my son was only two years old, my daughter was just in the world, man, she was like six months, nine months, maybe, yeah, April 28th, 92 is when I got cooked. And I would come home. Now, granted, it took me about three months, man, to get it back into where I could, you know, like even use my, one of my hands because I was so fucked up. And I went into the burn unit weighing 230. I came in. It was all muscle. There wasn't no fat at all, man. And I came out weighing 160. That was in 30 days, man. Yeah. And they put you through hell, man, the scrub tank. And I can't go there, man, because I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Well, maybe Matt Gates, right? <laughs> or Mitch McConnell. And Nancy Pelosi. Shame on you. Man, that Look. She, Nancy's 81, man. She's got a net worth. And see, that's what kills me. I watch Colbert, and he's on there. Oh, the great Nancy Pelosi. Isn't she wonderful? She sucks. She sucks, Colbert. I love you, man. Nancy is old guard, a heart full of love, my ass. Maybe that's the tie, because I think Colbert's Catholic. So there, there you go. Um, you know, my dad was Catholic. So there you go, man. I mean, and I'm going to say one final thing before I wrap this up about him, and I got six minutes, so I'm going to get on with it. Uh, yeah, man, the tax thing—the the senators make the laws where they benefit the rich. The corporations pay zero percent. Now they have, they fucked that whole whole law up. It, it was—they well, didn't fuck it up in their mind, where they made a corporation the Supreme Court. Go figure, right? Oh, and another Supreme Court justice is a Rhodes College, college graduate—is Amy Barnett. There you go. She probably knows fucking Natalie. So <laughs> anyway, man. I think she's a pretty good woman, I guess, man. I don't know. I mean, they're all fucking lawyers. But she's, you know, I watch, I'm political, man, so I watch the Amy Barnett, you know, the confirmation that she seems like a pretty decent woman, man. So that being said, uh, and Republican, Democrat, look, y'all get too hung up on that shit. They're all crooks, man. Uh you know, that old saying, mole man couldn't stand a politician. He said, hey, you know, politicians lie and their lips are moving. And he's right, man. And now, did he sway my thinking? Absolutely not, man. I loved his sayings. He had a bunch of them, man. You know, boy, I ain't never been, I ain't right about everything, but I ain't never been wrong about too much. <laughs> I could go on and on with him, man, because he, he was a hoot. I miss him. Man, he died, at, uh, and he, him and my mother had a great relationship, man. I never saw them fight. They were together 30 years at the time of his death. 92 was a bad year, man, yeah. I got burned. In, 90, in April 28th of 92, and my old man passed away on July 9th of 92, man. I watched him take his last breath, and it'll break your heart, man. And he was died waiting on a heart when well, I'm in that same fucking boat. I'm not bad, though, man. It, like, he, he, he well, you know, eventually it's going to happen, right? But that's a long story, man. They found that in 68. That bombarded his chest with radiation. The firefighters were going on oxygen for the first time, and they found Mister that mysterious we found something we don't like. Yeah, you got my last name, I don't give a shit. You know, you look up on me all you want. you're gonna find some stuff in there and don't believe everything you read because you yeah, right And I'll come clean with you. I will always tell you the truth, man. There's versions of the truth that people like to spread and most time the media gets it wrong and it's full of half holes and half truths. it's all bullshit. And the Johnson and Johnson, how dare you man I saw it again tonight talking about oh, there's a couple more people look fuck, me, look, look people blood clots, thrombosis, I was going to be a nurse before I became a lineman, I had to go to work because my dad was sick, man, I wanted to help out my mom, and that's the rest of it, okay, so I do have a medical background, my ex-wife was an OR nurse, okay, Justin Drake, a friend of mine, uh, he was actually my wife's client, and uh, after COVID, you know, right, look, I'm down to three minutes, man, but look, Get the J&J, man. Get the Moderna, get the Co- Get the Pfizer. They're all good, And Did you see on the news, the COVID pill. See there, man, now everybody's gonna go, oh, this is about money, it's not about money, man. Come on, don't be stupid, this, this is real, it's killing people. It's a bad virus, man, virus mutate. That's just what viruses do, they're part of our planet. Go back and read your history from 1918, 1919. You'll see, if you go to old cemeteries, you'll see a lot of young children and a man, seven, eight years old, that died from that flu, that flu epidemic. And they call it the Spanish flu epidemic. It originated, they think, from Spain, but they don't fucking know. It got spread by the GIs going to Wood and fighting World War I on those transport ships, and it just was a global pandemic. Well, look, I'm going to go now, man. I love y'all. Peace. Look, the black men in the truck, that's fucking not yo. is, that's just, it's not y'all. I can't, nah, fuck that. We're not doing that. We're not going in reverse, people. Let's, look, black people of America hang tough, man. This is going to get better, I swear to God. You got a good president, man, but he's just a little old. And Joe, how come you're not paying attention to the markets, man? You're how you, you rich. I get it. You know, they're killing me, man, in this market. I had 54 I had started her with 4500 I got her up to 54 k in four and a half months, and now I'm back down to 20000 So I just let it go for a while, and I said, fuck it. I'm going to let it go. And Keno, shout out to you, my man over in the U.K. You know who you are, brother. I love you. All right, this is Memphis Red, y'all. And by the way, Lana Del Rey, that meant the world to me. Thank you for the beautiful picture. And, yeah. That, I guess that's going to be her album cover, and she's a redhead, and she is smoking, and I love her lyrics. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go listen to some right now and have my Starbucks espresso. That's my thing. That's what I do. Right. Bill Maher, S.E. Cub, Edward Norton, George Clooney, Robert Downey Jr., and especially the beautiful and talented Lana Del Rey. I right. love y'all. Peace out. Memphis Red and we go. <laughs>